Shekalim Perek Bet Mishnah Gimel. Now we're going to discuss the halacha when more than the required shekel was set aside to pay the obligation. So So one who puts aside small coins over a period of time for shekel obligation. So as in this person has not got necessarily got so much money lying around, so every time he's got a few a few small shekel, a few small coins, puts it together to save for that half shekel contribution. And says at the time he begins saving them, let these be consecrated for my shekel obligation. So every time he comes across a small coin, he says, "This is going to be from shekel. This is going to be from shekel." Puts it all, you know, in a in a curse, you know, in a curse, a nurse or a, or a, park, or a corner or whatever. Okay, so this is what happens. But what happens is at the time the shekel contribution arrives, he finds that he's collected more than half a shekel. So he's he's collected three quarters. Okay, bet shemai omrim motaran nedava. The surplus of the money remains hekdash, even though it was consecrated in error. And it goes to the collection chest set up in the Betamikdash for voluntary communal offerings. Okay, so it's consecrated. It doesn't go to the shekel because it's not for the shekel. So it goes into these things for nedavot. But Betzilel says, no, the surplus of money is unconsecrated. Any money over a shekel is not hegdash, since he only had in mind to consecrate up to a shekel's worth of coins, and all the coins in excess of the shekel were set aside in error. But if at the time this person began putting aside coins, he said that he was doing so in order that I will bring my shekel from them, but all agree that the surplus is unconsecrated. In this instance, even Bet Shammai agree that it is as if this person said explicitly that if he ex- ex- ends up with more than a shekel's worth of coins, he wants only a shekel's worth to be hegdash and not the rest. So every time he puts it goes, I'm going to put this into uh, so that I will bring my, my, my shekel from it. So it's saying it's not less specifically this, not specifically this, so everyone's, everyone agrees in this. Okay, uh, a similar case. If someone saves up coins to purchase an animal for a khatat offering and says at the time they begin saving them, let these be for buying the khatat offering I am obligated to bring. For example, this person made a sin, committed a sin that required bringing a khatat offering, and when he buys the animal, discusses he has more money than he needs. Both agree that the surplus of money is consecrated and is used for voluntary communal offerings. In this case, Betzilel agree that the extra coins remain consecrated, and the next Mishnah will explain the difference between this case and the first case. Of the Mishnah where Betilal said that the surplus is unconsecrated. But if when he begins sitting aside, setting aside these coins, he said he's doing so in order I will bring a khatat from them. All agree that the remainder of the money is unconsecrated, as in the previous case, by saying he will bring the offering from the coins. It's as if he explicitly consecrates only the coins up to the animal's value. Now in the Mishnah Dalit, in the previous Mishnah, we learned that Betilal holds that in the case of Shekalim, where one saves up coins and says, Let this be let these be for my shekel obligation any excess coins are unconsecrated what if he says the same for khatat offering that is the extra coins are consecrated and go and go, and go to buy another vault uh, voluntary communal offerings okay another vault okay so Sorry, I've lost the place. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Mishnah explains that the distinction, the distinction between these cases. Amar Rabbi Shimon, Ma Ben Shekalin Lachatat. So Rabbi Shimon says, what's the difference according to Bet Hilal between Shekalin, where the extra coins are not consecrated, and the Chatat offerings, where the extra coins are consecrated? Shekalin Yeshlem Kitzvah. The difference is that Shekalim have a limit. A person cannot contribute more than a shekel. 
Okay, you've got limits. Therefore, this person did definitely not ha did not have in mind to consecrate more than a shekel's worth of coins when he started saving, and so the extra coins remain unconsecrated. However, when it comes to chatat, that has no limits. You can spend as much as you want on an animal. Therefore, we said that this person wanted to consecrate all the animal, all the money. And if there's money left over after he buys the animal, that goes to to voluntary common offerings. Um, so as in as in he puts he ends up saving. I don't know. You know, five shekalim, for for example, saying because that buys you a sheep. Okay, and he goes okay, right, and he actually finds one for four ninety five. Uh, okay, so but that money was, you know, he 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 mentally allowed for that money to go to buy an animal, whereas it comes to a shekel, there was never the intention at all that would ever get, uh, more than half a shekel would go towards it. So Rabbi Yehuda has a question with this. Rabbi Yehuda Omer Shekalim Elam Rabbi Yehuda says even according to the shekalim, even shekalim have no limits. Because when Israel ascended to Israel from the Gola, from the exile in Bavel, in terms of Ezra, they used these median coins called Darkonot, okay, uh, which was two Salaim, which is four Shekalim, as their basic units of currency. Thus, for their Shekel contribution, they gave half of the standard coin, which was half a Darkon, which was equal to one Sela. When the Torah says that everyone must contribute half a Shekel, it doesn't mean only half shekel of the coin. Rather, the idea is to contribute half the basic units of currency in use at that time. So at the time of the Torah, it was a shekel, so therefore he gave half a shekel. But at different points in history, the Jews would give half of whatever was the basic unit of currency, even if it equal more than the Torah's half shekel. So in that time, they used the darkon. Ah, great, so what's half a darkon? That's half a shekel. That's going to be half the shekel. So therefore, in that time, they would use half a darkon, which was more than half a shekel. Chazru Lishkol later, after the Persian Median Empire collapsed, they switched to using Sela'im, which is uh, two shekelim, Sela'im two shekelim, as a unit of currency. Accordingly, they changed the shekel contribution to half of the new standard coin, and therefore gave half Sela one shekel. So this is basically the value of the payment to what it had been in biblical time. The shekel of the Torah was equivalent to the Sela of the Mishnah. So therefore, the half shekel of the Torah was equivalent to the full shekel of the Mishnah. So then basically went back to doing half a shekel, which was half a Sela. Okay. Still later, they went to using Tiva'in as their unit of currency, and they wanted to give Dinarin, which is half a temple for the Shekel obligation. However, the rabbis did not accept this Dinar um, for the Shekel obligation because it was worth, le worth less than the half Shekel of the Torah. Um, the Mishnah Shekel was worth two dinars, a dinarim, so a dinar was therefore half the value of a Mishnah Shekel, thus half of the value of the Torah's half Shekel. Even though it's permitted to contribute more than the value of the Torah's half shekel, you can't give less than that. So at any rate, we see that the shekel obligation has no set limit. And indeed, the previous periods of history, the Jews gave more than the Torah's half shekel to fulfill their mitzvah. So how then can Rabbi Shimon say that the shekel obligation has a set limit? Rabbi Shimon said, this person's putting money aside, saying, let these be from shekel obligation. And this person's never thinking it's going to give more than a half a shekel. Why? Because you always give half a, she you give half a shekel. But Rabbi Yudha says, no, well, maybe, you know, you can give more than half a shekel because as we saw, they give a darkon that amounts to more than half a shekel. So therefore, you can see it's not necessarily got this fixed mad limit that no one ever breaks. It, there is a bit of flexibility to it. So Amar Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon said, even though it's true that the amount of the shekel obligation is not completely fixed. Nevertheless, everyone's share is always equal. No matter what the currency is, no one gives more than half of it. 
Okay, so even though you can you can basically switch to a different form of currency and therefore you'll you'll change the value, the amount of that's actually given in, but everyone's still giving half of that value. So Ava Khatab, when it comes to the Khatab's offering, is not so Zemevi Basela, this person brings an animal with a salah, the Zemevi Mashtaim, and this one brings an animal with two salaim, the Zemevi Bisharash, and this one brings three salaim, since one may spend as much as they want on an offering, they may say that they intend to consecrate all the money they put aside, and the surplus must therefore go towards purchasing the Davot. Communal offerings have a great day.